Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At ESB Networks, we keep the nation humming by connecting us all to Ireland's power network. The network is always live and dangerous. So please stay safe and stay clear of electricity wires. If you see a fallen wire, do not approach it. Report it on 1-800-372-999. For more information, visit esbnetworks.ie. On demand at spoonie.com. So welcome to Spoonie. Hi, I'm Gwen Rich, your health advocate and founder of The Rich Solution. So you can go to my site, you can get to know me better, check out my Wall Street Journal bestseller, Stop Complaining, Make Your Own Luck. Today, we're going to talk about being vegan. It's the fastest growing food movement in the world. So not just here in the United States. So the number of U.S. consumers identifying as vegan grew from 1% to 6% from just 2014 to 2017. That is a 600% increase. I don't have to tell you guys that. So a 600 increase, I mean, that's huge. That's a staggering statistic. Plus, there's also other data that reveals that there's the growing interest in the plant-based foods by consumers who don't consider themselves vegetarian or vegan. And that's where I would put myself in that category. So now, vegan is one of the most appealing food trends. And importantly, for sure, it is becoming delicious. And we have two special guests here today, and they are responsible for contributing to that uh, vegan diet becoming delicious. So today I want to introduce Alex and Linda, uh, co-founders of the blog veganosity.com. So they are going to share with us today their knowledge, their experience, find out what it is to be the number one trend, um, and what's that all about? So welcome, welcome back, back thank by you. popular demand. Thanks, Gwen. Yes. Happy to, we're happy to be here. Great, thank you. Just I want to remind the audience, um, we would love to have you call in today if you have questions. Uh, the topic of vegan could be new to you, so call 202-900-3990. So that's 202 900 
3990. Don't be shy. Um, that's why I have these guests here today so that we can debunk some of this stuff with what vegan means. Because even myself, the first time I listened to the girls, um, I learned quite a bit. Um, and so I know that you could do that as well. Okay, so you guys have been, tell me how you started and tell a little bit about your process. Sure. So um, as far as going vegan, I went vegan um, over five years ago. I uh, came back from a wonderful study abroad experience, just kind of feeling um, less than healthy and wanted to make a lasting lifestyle change. So being the uh, heavy researcher I am, I kind of dove headfirst into databases and um, journal articles, uh, peer-reviewed journals, just looking for that holy grail of diets. Um, and eventually stumbled upon a whole foods plant-based diet. So that was the point in which I decided to completely switch my uh, lifestyle into a whole foods plant-based diet. Uh, but I would say that was not the point at which I went vegan. Uh, turning vegan happened a couple weeks later when I was approached by a group called Mercy for Animals on my college campus and uh, was really kind of had my eyes open to the ethical side of veganism and decided to not just change my diet, but change my entire lifestyle and go towards a vegan life. Right, so um, once Alex went vegan, she called me and she asked me to look at some videos um, of, from Mercy for Animals about how animals are treated in the agricultural industry. And, um, it took me probably about two minutes and, a, you know, a switch went on and I, I changed immediately um, and went vegan and I'm so happy I did and uh, can never imagine going back to the way I used to eat. So it's definitely a process. And I do see this growing trend with everybody with the ethical side trying to help our... Uh, There's a cable that's missing. Um, uh, any audio. Okay, I think it just went back on. So I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Just, they just me. Can you just um, okay. let me know? Sorry about that. I think we had some tef technical difficulty. So why don't you just stay here and let us know? Um, so we're getting back with Alex and Linda here um, that being vegan can be a process just like anything else. But I think people are seeing the trends where we need to make healthier lifestyle choices and going towards a whole plant-based diet can certainly be this start. Um, but again, the ethical reasons, I think, is a, a major part of the trend as well. I don't know if you agree. So uh, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, the ethical side of veganism, I think we're seeing that growing as a massive trend and as is the reason why people are going to a vegan lifestyle. And I think at that point, it's important to differentiate between veganism and being plant-based. So being plant-based is the diet component of uh, veganism, whereas uh, you know, being entirely vegan is an ethical stance. So, you know, we've seen a, a kind of deluge of videos uh, from factory farms, from slaughterhouses, and um, even documentaries about, uh, you know, turn, the mic just a little bit. turn it so, yeah. right here. Talk right into I can right hear into it. Great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're hearing, uh, you know, a, a lot more information is coming out about the process of factory farming and of, um, you know, the process of killing animals. So I think that's why we see this massive surge of, um, you know, people going into the vegan lifestyle. Right. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's definitely, um, 
a confusion about the difference between vegan and plant-based. Um, and ethics really comes into that into play there because plant-based people do it for their health generally. Um, and vegans generally do it for ethics and morals. So and that makes sense. It's a, yeah, that's where the difference is. And um, it can get very confusing. And um, there's a there are a lot of vegans who who really become frustrated with the difference because people think that, you know, I, they, they call themselves vegans, yet they're wearing leather and they're, they're occasionally eating cheese or whatever. And, and that is not what a vegan is. A vegan is a philosophy and it's a lifestyle. Right. No, and I want you guys to, to break that up um, in just a minute here. And I also want you guys to talk about uh, this contest that's going on that you're nominated for. Um, but before we do that, let me at least do our little live break here, which I want to talk to you about Focus Tea. So people are always asking me about my health regimen, along with my traditional medical protocols, and along with taking a number of supplements that are geared towards relieving inflammation in my body and boosting my immune system. So I look to take supplements and botanicals that help my mental focus and keep me mentally sharp. I think so many people have that lack of mental concentration and fog. So there are a number of people who I know can't do caffeine or they wish to limit their caffeine, particularly in the afternoons. So I've begun drinking spearmint tea, which has been clinically shown to support cognition and working memory. So the data suggests that this spearmint extract could improve working memory equivalent to that, which may have diminished over a decade of life. So the focus tea can be found on my website, therichsolution.com. This new spearmint tea has been shown in human studies to boost mental focus, <clears throat> working memory, and concentration. So the lab data also suggests that the spearmint polyphenols may promote the growth of new brain cells. So you can find this focus tea at therichsolution.com. And remember, it's a brain booster without caffeine. So again, if you're trying to make a lifestyle healthier choice that could be something that you could start to do today all right so girls let's talk about some of these differences with being vegan because it is confusing I remember the first time you were here I did learn a lot um, because I know so much about being vegetarian and people who are vegetarian and they eat all the processed foods and still at the dairy and everything so um, what's probably the biggest misconception with going vegan um, I'd say it, it heavily depends on where you're at in the world, because uh, depending on where I'm traveling, you hear a bunch of different reactions to, uh, you know, someone saying, hey, I'm vegan. So I'd say here in the Midwest, the most common reaction I get when I say, hey, I'm vegan is, oh, but you eat fish or you eat dairy. So I think there there is that line that people maybe don't fully understand that veganism is just the um, complete exclusion of all animal products and byproducts. So no, no eggs, no dairy, no honey. Um, and then obviously that goes further into clothing and um, form different forms of entertainment too. Um, so like uh, vegans don't go to zoos, aquariums, uh, any circus that has animals in it. So okay, yeah, um, I'd say that's the big difference. Vegetarianism again is mostly talking about diet, and veganism is a lifestyle. Lifestyle, mm -hmm. interesting. Okay, um, what is your take, or what is maybe your experience with being vegan, and your when you encounter others as far as a misconception? Um, the number one question I get is, where do you get your protein? 
And, you know, Americans are obsessed with protein. Um, most people get more than they need in a day, um, yet they continue to consume more protein, um, where carbohydrates are probably like good carbohydrates, not processed, right. are more important for energy. Um, so that's, that's the number one um, question I get. And um, most people are actually really interested in it and want to know more. Um, I don't really have people um, making snide comments or, um, you know, once in a while I'll get someone who's like, I can never give up cheese or bacon though. And, you know, <clears throat> it's like, you know, if you really want to learn from me, I, I'll be happy to answer. But if you're going to make those comments, then I'm just going to walk away because. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, here you're, this is something you believe in. I mean, it's right. just like anything else. So I, I think it is such a touchy subject and I really don't know why. Um, I know that it is with the differences that can be very sticky with people. But I mean, look at we all, whether it's chocolate, sugar, salt, spicy, we have these comfort foods and we don't want to give them up. Right. So all of a sudden then you're saying this, well, you got to give up meat and people love bacon or red meat or whatever. And no way, like you're crazy. Right. So yeah, and I think it's really interesting that you bring that up too, um, because food is such a primal instinct. And it's not something that you can simply go without, you need to have some sort of, you know, caloric um, consumption on your day to day basis. So when you kind of almost threaten people's ability to feed themselves, there's this very uh, primal instinct to kind of um, attack or yeah. become very defensive because you're taking away a, a basic need or at least a perceived basic need. Exactly. So it's I, I we always joke that talking about food is right up there talking about religion and politics right. <laughs> and maybe even worse. Right. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, food is very emotional because food is tied to all sorts of memories and traditions. And that is when we, when I went vegan after Alex did, um, one of my biggest worries was how am I going to make the things that I've always made for birthdays and for holidays. And that's where I really, um, shine. I go into the kitchen and I'm like, I'm going to make barbecue because I grew up, my mother's from the South. I grew up traveling to the South every summer and, and it was a really big part of my, my past and my history. So um, that's what Alex and I do. We try to bring those comfort foods back to people so that they can give up animals, but they can still eat the things that they loved. And that's a great point because even with myself, I'm not vegan, but mostly whole plant-based diet is very different than the rest of my family. And most of them are out of the house. But when they come back, I mean, it's, I'm having to make different things, which is very difficult. They don't want to eat what I'm eating. But getting into, you know, traditions and holidays is very difficult. We are tied so much to our foods. So, all right, here we have Easter coming up. Yeah. So I believe you celebrate Easter, right? We do, yes. So, I mean, lamb. <laughs> So bye-bye <laughs> uh, little sheep. So yeah. what do you do? I'm, I've never had lamb in my life. Okay. Um, I've never had veal. Even when I did eat meat, the thought of eating a beautiful little baby animal repulsed me. <laughs> so that was, I've never had it. I don't, I will not replicate it um, just because I don't know what it tastes like. Um, but however, brisket, um, ribs, those are things that I did grow up eating. And we have those, um, we've replicated those with seitan, which is vital weak gluten. Um, and 
had the, those recipes in our cookbook have received great I'm reviews. Sure. I mean, people at meat eaters have said, okay, it's not exactly brisket. It's not exactly meat, but it's delicious. And I can see where I could probably give up meat if I could have these alternatives. Right, which is yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's important to note too, um, just because something has been a tradition throughout maybe your entire life through your family's life does not mean that it has to be something that's perpetuated in the future. So, you know, breaking with tradition and making new traditions can be an amazing thing. Um, and, you know, we look at actions as a country we've taken in the past and, you know, maybe saying, yes, we did that in the past. It doesn't mean it's okay now. So considering more of, you know, rather than just saying it's the food I like to enjoy, kind of recognizing that maybe there's more to it than that. Right. And for all the mothers, or I should say maybe single parents who are raising children, and you can obviously see, I always say the proof is in the population. We are not doing something right. And so this is, I think, a good conversation to have. It's okay. We want to set a good example for our children. And so this is something that you could start to incorporate in your lifestyle. And it is steps by steps. And that's what I want to make sure that we, small actions, that we talk about that today so people can walk away and say, okay, this is doable instead of thinking, oh my God, there, here's this huge thing. It's so overwhelming. I've got to go from here to here in one day. And that's not the case. So tell me about your experiencing with um, not having animal products anymore. How difficult was that or what do you miss? Yeah, um, I I used to say I didn't miss anything. I'd say if there's one thing that now, you know, plant-based meats are kind of opening up a whole new world for us. Um, so if there's one thing I could ask anyone out there to recreate, it's calamari. That'd be great. <laughs> that that I do miss. I, I would love that. If you make a plant-based calamari or lab-grown, awesome. Um but giving up animal products initially when I went whole foods, plant-based, not vegan was difficult because I think I was coming at it from a health perspective. And sometimes doing things for myself is more difficult than doing things for other people. Sure. So that was really hard to give up cheese. I was a cheese addict. <laughs> You're not <laughs> alone. love cheese. <laughs> Obviously, we we did not grow up vegan. I I ate a ton of animal products as a kid. Um, So that was difficult initially. Once I made the commitment to go vegan, looking at it from that ethical lens was way easier to stay away from those products. I don't know about you. Um, Well, my husband and I went vegetarian when we were in our 20s. And so um, when I got pregnant with Alex, I went back to eating chicken and fish, but I never went back to eating... um, cows or pigs. So for me, it's been decades since I've had any red meat. So I don't miss that. I have to agree with Alex calamari fried calamari. That is something I do miss. So you know, beyond meat, get to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. Um, but it's been actually much easier than I thought it would be. Um, mostly because I feel so good. I have so much more energy. Um, I went vegan when I was 50. So you can teach an old dog new tricks. That's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, after I went vegan, I ran my first marathon. And awesome. then I ran another one. Um, I play tennis um, several times a week. I play on teams. I run. And um, all of the inflammation and early arthritis that I was starting to develop at 50 is gone. Like, I don't have any of it. Um, I recovered from my first marathon in three days. 
right. where my running coach said, it's going to take you a week or more before you can even consider doing anything, especially playing tennis. I ran the mar- my first marathon on a Sunday. I was on the court on Wednesday. That's awesome. So, And I really do contribute that to eating a healthy um, plant-based diet. Right. Because I do, I don't eat a lot of processed food. I do eat mostly whole foods. So, right. Yeah. That's a great testimony. And that was where I was going to just ask you gals, you know, what is the difference? What have you experienced with your health and how, how has it improved? Because all the studies that I've looked at and people who've been on it really talk about a huge change and the benefits of a vegan diet. Yeah. And I feel like every time I've asked this question, I come up with, uh, almost a new response because I keep remembering things from my past that aren't issues anymore. So I haven't thought about them in years, but um, I had horrible uh, gastrointestinal issues before I went vegan um, to the point where like I have stomach aches where I had to skip class because oh, wow. it was just so extremely painful. And um didn't even think that going plant-based would help with that. But uh, my husband and I were talking the other day and he's like, you know, you haven't had issues like that in years. And I I can't help but think that that's what kind of helped resolve those issues. And if you do look at studies, um, you see whole foods, plant-based diets uh, greatly helping with uh, gastrointestinal distress, um, things like PCOS, uh, heart disease, diabetes, you know, the list goes on. It's it's almost infinite. Right. All right. So I want to just take a second here since we're talking about making healthy lifestyle choices. Uh, I know, and we'll get into this in just a minute here, with the vegan lifestyle, you do need to take supplements. I believe that supplements are option, not optional. You can go to my website and see that. So most of you probably don't realize I'm coming up on six and a half years since my metastatic breast cancer diagnosis. And so for all indications and accounts, I believe I am doing something right because less than one out of every four women actually make it to five years. So people are always asking me, what is, what am I doing that you look and feel so good? So along with my traditional treatments, I take a number of supplements each and every day from the lifestyle brand, which you see here. I've been taking them for, I believe, about 12 years now. And so along with taming my inflammation and boosting my immune system, there is research indicating that taking specific supplements can improve and optimize your digestion of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Definitely to promote better absorption of the nutrients from the foods you eat, which is a problem that most people are having. They're not eating the right foods, the plants, to get the enzymes to then break down their their nutrients. So we have the Digestive Health and Detox Support Kit at therichsolution.com. Uh, this is from Life Extension. And again, uh, go to therichsolution.com. We also have the Doc Thompson Healthy Lifestyle Challenge. And use the promo code Spoonie at checkout time for 25% off. So I believe supplements are really important. Our soils are depleted. If you look at the standard American diet, we're not getting the nutrition that we need. And also we each come to the table. Each of us are very different and have our own nutrient deficiencies now more than ever. So why don't we talk about what, if you're going to be vegan, you do need to pay attention to the B12s and folate. And so why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, B12 is probably the biggest uh, vitamin uh, that you should be taking as a vegan. Most people, however, should be taking a B12 supplement. Um, Most people in the United States are deficient in B12. It's so easy to take. Um, Most of them are sublingual tablets. You can also get um, a dropper, like liquid form, super easy, a spray. Um, 
again, once a day, it takes no time to do it. Um, it's, it's very easy. Uh, so along with B12, uh, we also know that, uh, people who do get B12 in their diets and claim it's from animal products, uh, the animals are typically injected with B12. So they're given their own synthetic form of B12. So rather than getting it from the animals, you can just take that synthetic B12 yourself. It's super easy. Right. Um, Yeah. B12 and then vitamin D. Um, I take vitamin D every day living in the Midwest. Um, Our long winters and short summers, uh, we don't get enough sun. So I think that's really important as well. Um, And I also take a biotin um, for my hair and my nails. And, um, it, it seems to be working. My hair is thicker. Um, my nails are thicker. Alex is laughing at me. (laughs) She knows something we don't know. (laughs) But, um, aside from the, um, supplements, it's also really important to note that when you're eating certain foods, you need to be adding other foods with them. For example, spinach, um, if you're, especially if you're vegan, if you, spinach has a lot of iron in it and you need to eat spinach with um, a vitamin C. So if it's with a tomato or um, a squeeze of lemon juice or lime, whatever, because that, uh, whatever happens inside your body allows you to absorb those nutrients. Um, So I always make a smoothie every morning with about three cups of spinach, a slice of lemon with the rind and um, some fruit. And then, you know, I know that I'm getting what I need to start the day. So that's really important to note, too. That is. That's a great a way to start out your breakfast. Yeah. More people need to incorporate healthy smoothies. They're mm-hmm. so easy. And good. Oh, my gosh. You have energy and you're full usually until lunchtime. So, yeah. And then I'd also say um, I take a multivitamin every day because I'm the laziest person on the planet. If anyone knows me, Um, just putting too much effort into anything seems really difficult. So um, I just like to wake up and take gummy multivitamins because I'm also a two year old, if you were unaware. Um, So my kind uh, organics has a really great multivitamin that um, has folate and uh, B12 and I'm pretty sure it has vitamin D in it. It, it runs the gamut. Um, it has a lot. But additional, additionally, um, taking a DHA supplement, so getting those uh, vegan omega, omega-3s omega uh, from the DHA supplement uh, okay. is really important. It's sometimes difficult for people to process uh, omega-3s from a chia seed or something like that. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We're going to just take a little break here. We'll be right back with Linda and Alex Mayer talking about going vegan. Thank you. Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-245-0823-800-245-0823-800-245-0823. Call right now. That number again is 800-245-0823. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075. Never Forgotten Apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line. It's a movement to remind us to wear American-made and serve those who serve us. Our heroes. Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters. And 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out NeverForgottenApparel.com. Use promo code MATT. M-A-T-T, and get 15% off your purchase. This show and more is available on demand at Spoonie.com. Hello there, and welcome back to Spoonie. I'm Gwen Rich, your host, and I have two special guests here today. We're talking about Linda and Alex Mayer. They are the co-founders of Veganosity.com. They are also the authors of two amazing cookbooks. We have The Great Vegan Barbecue Without a Grill and The Ultimate Vegan Cookbook. So we have a lot to talk about. I don't want us to forget. Tell us about um, this contest and what you're nominated for. Um, yes, we are nominated for um, the best midweek meals, vegan midweek meals, and the best vegan cookbook um, for One Bite Vegan magazine. Um, so you can go to One Bite Vegan um, slash um, Food Blogger Awards, and the contest ends April 30th. So if you vote for us, we'd be very happy and grateful for that. Um, and we get to, yeah, we, we have the chance to win a Vitamix. So do the voters. And so do the voters. Oh, there so. you go. Good reason to participate. <laughs> exactly. That Vitamix is like amazing. Yes, yes. And I've, if we win, I promised Alex could have it. There so. you go. Oh, <laughs> you guys work so well together. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to give this scoop on her Why you were laughing just a little while ago with the vitamins? <laughs> oh, just with the, with the biotin? I just, I, I mean... I've never read any peer-reviewed studies that suggest that biotin is, you know, a, a necessary nutrient. So it's, we're just very, she's, I don't know how to describe it. You're, it. You're, <laughs> you're more trusting than I am. I think maybe I'm just a more cynical human being. So unless something has uh, replicated peer-reviewed research, I'm less likely to buy into it. Uh, but that's, that's probably good bad. how you guys you guys even each other out. I mean, the way I look at it with our self-care these days, it's individualized. And so what works for your mom may do nothing for you or something could be sensitive for you and your mom has no problem. So I get it. And I love the fact that you research. It's like more people need to actually, you know, they're hearing this. Okay, go and do a little research on your yeah. own. You don't believe everything you hear. So... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Alex has her master's degree in um, clinical psychology with an emphasis on health psychology. So she is very analytical. 
will go and read all of the, the studies and she knows how to read those studies. She knows how to interpret the data. Um, she's also a Taurus, which makes her very stubborn. So wait, what, what month is that? Because I April. Always... Oh, so that's now. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday. Yeah, on the 28th. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so towards the end. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm just this free spirit and, you know, go with the flow and, oh, wow, that works. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so That's why That's I like why you. we balance each other so well. <laughs> right. Because she keeps me grounded and I like, you know, try to like pull her back a little bit and say, don't be so serious. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So wait, what's your birthday? November, November 26th. Oh, so you're at the end too. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. What's yours? Beginning of December, okay. December 2nd. So nice. <laughs> okay, so everybody remember to, uh, you'll talk about it at the end, to yeah. go and uh, vote for Linda and Alex, because uh, maybe you could win a Vitamix, and that's an awesome yeah. blender. So, all right, we were we were talking a little bit about taking uh, supplements, which is really important and a part of a vegan diet if you're going to. Um, what else is important if you want to? Let's try and break this down. Like, what would be the most important thing for you to tell the viewers today? They're thinking about making healthier lifestyle choices, and hey, this sounds something like they would like to do. What's something that they could do that's not going to seem so overwhelming? I mean, start small. Uh, I think taking things step by step rather than trying to overhaul all at once uh, is a much easier process. So uh, when I first went vegan, I basically just said, okay, I'm starting today. I'm going to be vegan. So I have to eat breakfast. What can I eat for breakfast that's easy, something I've made before, and that doesn't have animal products in it? So something like... Um, you know, oatmeal with frozen blueberries and, uh, you know, nuts and seeds. That's something that's super easy. I think everyone out there has made and uh, isn't going to be too far from what you've been doing before. Right. It won't seem such a dramatic change. Right. And I would say, um, you know, there are lots of different types of, of vegans. So if you are, if you eat the standard American diet and your day starts with, a breakfast sandwich and lunch is, you know, a fast food burger and dinner is a pizza. Um, don't go from that unless you have to for your health, but don't go from that to eating a raw vegan diet because it's, you're going to fail. I mean, you you just are. So if you eat the standard American diet, then just swap it out for vegan food. There are so many amazing products right now. When we started five years ago, it was like, you know, a desert. Prehistoric time. Yes, yes. And now there, I mean, you have Beyond Meat burgers and sausages and the Impossible Burger if you go out to a restaurant. Um, Taco Bell has vegan options. Burger King has vegan options. Really? Fast um, foods? I didn't uh, even know. Absolutely. I, don't fast I mean, foods. they're all starting to add on fast food options that are vegan. So it's out there. You can do it, um, but just don't try to drastically change your lifestyle because it's going to be really difficult. Okay, so, but you mentioned that, and that's a good point, because I'm always trying to get my family away from fast foods. I know it's really hard with the young guy I, people, I get that generation. I know the millennials, though, are really interested in taking care of themselves, mm -hmm. eating better, make sure there's not so many preservatives in that. But I mean, so are we, so you're going vegan, but are the fast food choices that helpful for you? So I think there are two ways to look at it. Um, you can isolate the vegan foods by themselves and say, are processed vegan foods healthy, period? And the answer is most likely going to be no, depending on the product. Um, anything that's overly processed that's, like you said, f filled with additives and um, preservatives, 
you know, go eat an apple. Don't <laughs> don't eat that stuff. Um, but when you're comparing somebody's standard American diet, let's say somebody you know goes to McDonald's every day and picks up a, a cheeseburger, whatever, um, and then you go and you make a vegan burger like Beyond Meat um, with some vegan cheese on it, it's obviously going to be lower in cholesterol, saturated fat. Um, the calories are likely to be lower. Uh, you know. Not all of them have uh, a ton of hormones and antibiotics. Uh, so when you're doing a comparison, I'd say the vegan food is going to trend as healthier right. with that IER as the right. important end right. <laughs> to that word. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I agree with you. If someone's going from their standard American diet and they want to jump into this, yeah, go ahead at the fast food stores and get that because that's the next step. You can always then, if you want to, take the next right. one. But to be be able to attain this and make it attainable and have success, mm -hmm. that's a great option. Exactly. And then to piggyback off of what you said about the raw food vegan, and I, if there are any raw vegans out there, I, I desperately apologize. But uh, probably not the best diet to just hop into right away. Yeah. Um, right. It's, I think, the the majority of vegans who end up going not vegan are raw food vegans. Uh, it's a very hard lifestyle to maintain, especially in the Midwest. Right. You know, right. Meat and potato country. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let me get back to you about um, talking about my health regimen. So I, along with my traditional treatment, um, supplement with protocols. And one of them is through supplements. And it's always geared toward relieving inflammation in my body and boosting the immune system. So I always look to take supplements. I've been taking supplements for over 12 years with the Life Extension brand and botanicals, because this can help with my mental focus and keep me really sharp. I need that, especially days like today. So there are a number of people who I know don't want to do caffeine or they can't for health reasons and you want, wish to limit your caffeine. So particularly in the afternoons when usually everybody needs to have that nap or a picker upper. So you can begin to drink spearmint tea, which has been clinically shown to support cognition and working memory. So the data suggests that the spearmint extract could improve working memory equivalent to that, which may have diminished over a decade of life. So that's really important. So this focused tea can be found on my website, therichsolution.com. It's a new spearmint tea. It's been shown in studies to boost mental focus, working memory, and concentration. So the lab data also suggests that spearmint polyphenols may promote the growth of new brain cells. So go to therichsolution.com. It's a brain booster without the caffeine. Remember to use Spoonie promo code at checkout to get 25% off. So that's a good point. So just uh, to carry on that a little bit further with the raw vegan. So that's the most extreme. Yeah, I'd say a, a raw food. And it, I would I would argue that it's not necessarily a vegan diet. It's vegan in the sense that you're excluding animal products. But the majority of raw foodists I've encountered maybe aren't as heavily into the animal advocacy and uh, ethics uh, portion of veganism. So I, but yes, as a diet, it is, uh, pretty extreme. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so very much. Okay. So what other suggestions might you have for those who are looking to go vegan? They see this today, hear this. Um, well, like Alex said, um, start small, but if you, if somebody wants to really go vegan versus plant-based, um, I would definitely encourage you to go to Mercy for Animals and watch some of their videos um, so that you can see what goes on in factory farms um, and what goes on in um, 
the farming community in general. Um, you know, people, the media or the advertising behind a lot of agriculture is so deceptive. You know, you, for example, cage-free eggs. So you have this vision of these chickens just wandering in the grass and pecking the dirt like they're supposed to, um, when in reality, they're stuck in sheds and they're like, you know, wing to wing and um, not cared for at all. And what happens to the the male chicks, um, I won't describe here, but it's, it's something that people don't realize happens. And I would definitely encourage you to look at those videos. Um, and then come to our blog. We have so many awesome recipes. Um, our cookbooks have great recipes. And Alex and I are working on an exciting um, membership site that we're going to launch um, at the end of August, early September. And um, we're going to show people because there are a lot of people that don't know how to cook. Um, much less cook vegan. So we're going to teach people how to do these things from the basics to the very difficult. So um, that's something we're looking forward to. That's a great idea. I mean, whether you want to go vegan or not, more people need to learn to cook. So yes. that's a great thing. Oh, I'm excited about that for you guys. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that we can pull out of all of that is just educate yourself. I think that um, blindly following is uh, a really dangerous game to play. And, you know, when when you're engaging in any sort of behavior, just asking yourself, why am I doing this is, in my opinion, super important. So just making sure you're going out and looking at the research and making sure too you look at where this research is coming from. Is it industry funded? Is, you know, the specific institution biased? Um, Because unfortunately, uh, there are a lot of researchers who can be swayed either way or the studies can be skewed depending on how their um, methods are organized. And who's backing these in the industry, these manufacturers? I mean, you set, talk about agriculture being deceptive. The food giants, it's a whole, they've deceived us all. <laughs> 100%, yeah. So that's where everybody can't keep your head in the clouds anymore. Right. Again, we, the American diet is not doing us any favors. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so what would you say are the three most popular uh, questions that people uh, present to you? Um, so I, we were joking about this earlier. Um, there are a shocking amount of vegans who uh, wind up on deserted islands. So every single time I say, hey, I'm vegan, or usually it's not me. It's one of my friends telling someone else like, hey, that's my vegan friend over there. Um, I The person will come up to me and go, well, what if you were deserted on a desert island and there was only a cow there? And no other food. You only had the cow and it was you. Would you kill the cow <laughs> to survive? And I mean, I'm waiting for the day where that happens. I'll let you know. <laughs> right. But um, that's that is by far my biggest question. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. That must be a millennial question because I've really never received that question. But um, right. Yeah, for me, it's like I said before. Where do you get your protein? And that's a valid, legitimate question. You know, because protein is just so important to your body, but also it's just such a big thing in the United States, people like just, you know, protein over carbs, you know, any trendy diet, it's like, you know, the keto diet, and, you know, eat a ton of fat, fatty meats and eggs and things like that. Um, and don't eat carbs, not realizing that you need carbs for energy. Um, so that's, that's number one. And then the second one is, uh, how do you give up cheese? I could never give up cheese. And um, fortunately, there are so many great vegan cheese products now. Um, Miyoko, Miyoko Skinner, um, her 
company. You can find hers at Whole Foods. I'm not sure about other grocery stores. I only find it at Whole Foods, but she makes a delicious mozzarella, um, really good cheese like um, dips, butter. Um, the butter is phenomenal. Um, and then there's Kite Hill and um, Tree Line. Those are like the artisan cheese um, products that we really love. Um, Dea has reformulated their um, their recipes or whatever, and they're better. Um, and there are just so many. There are so many options now. So cheese is really easy to give up. And truthfully, um, cheese is something that everyone should get up, give oh, up for because sure. dairy. It's, it's just not good for you. Right, right. I yeah. would agree with that. All right, so as long as we're talking about uh, things that we need to give up or uh, healthier lifestyle uh choices. Um, I want to talk to you about supplementations because I believe that supplements are not optional. So along with my traditional uh, protocols, I add additional protocols and one of them is supplements. I've been doing it for over 12 years now. So I do it to tame down my inflammation as well as to boost my immune system. My system needs to be at its best to help uh, slow down my cancer. So there's definitely research that indicates that taking specific supplements that can improve optimal digestion of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, and definitely promotes better absorption of nutrients from the foods you eat, which is so important. So the Digestive Health and Detox Support Kit at therichsolution.com has six specific supplementations from Life Extension that can help you with that process. So go to therichsolution.com. Remember to use Spony code at checkout to receive 25% off your supplements. So um, just talking about um, dairy and that, you know, other healthy alternatives, I wasn't aware there was that many because I don't eat dairy anymore either. So I'm not even aware of any of these products. Um, If anybody has any questions, do call in. The number is 202-900-900. 3990. Would love to answer any of your questions. Um, I wanted to talk about um, if you go out, I know for me when I decided to go gluten-free, dairy-free, and sugar-free, that when you go, you know, our whole society is based on food. Everywhere you go, there's food. The the social connections, it's all tied with foods. So this can be really difficult to navigate. So going out to different festivals. I mean, that's the worst food ever. And so can you maybe give the viewers um, some helpful tips of what you've done and what you've experienced with that? Um, Okay, well, in regards to festivals, um, concerts, things like that, um, if there's a Mexican option, that's where I always succeed because I will just ask for their veggies because most have like the peppers and onions and things like that. I'll just ask for black beans as long as they're not cooked in pork and they're, they're vegetarian. Um, black beans and the veggies. Um, skip the cheese, put on guacamole in place of it so you have that creamy texture. Um, and some salsa. And that's a great option. And most vendors will work with you. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and... My husband and I love country music, so we go to the Chicago Lake Shake Festival every single summer. Um, and last year, we were so excited because they had the Impossible Burger, and so it was like—I mean, I, it was like the angels were singing when I saw that <laughs> because not only was I happy I could eat it, right. I had something like a burger to eat, right. but also just because it just proves that that veganism is on the rise and that they're offering those plant-based burgers in a place like that was really exciting. 
Nice. Ah, oh, so I'm glad to hear there's all these alternatives. Mm-hmm. I would never have thought that with the Mexican food. That's great. Yeah, yeah I feel like vegan products are becoming uh, much more standard in you know, festival fair, uh, especially things like Coachella. Um, and I think it was Lala last year where, uh, or it was some music festival last year where there was actually a vegan band and they, uh, asked the festival to not sell any meat during their set. And, uh, the festival actually complied. I cannot remember what this was. Yeah. It's becoming pretty big. Um, but if you're not into eating, you know, like the vegan junk food and you're, you know, want to be a health advocate and still go to festivals and concerts, sneak in your own food. <laughs> Don't well, get caught, but sneak it in. <laughs> I mean, I've had to do that all the time. I do it at the movie theater. I yeah. have my own popcorn, the non-GMO with coconut oil, no salt, but absolutely ghee. I put our grass-fed butter on it because the stuff there is so yeah. bad for you. The amount oh of uh, uh, Cliff Bars and Boba's Bars that have... Uh, been in shoes and pants uh going to festivals is shocking uh, but sometimes you have to do it you have to it do works, it right it works yeah <laughs> so you're so some of these um energy bars or protein bars you're telling them a, a lot of them are fine for a vegan diet oh yeah absolutely um, okay. you go to you know that whole food section with all the protein bars and there are so many uh, i love bobo's bars it's basically a bowl of oatmeal in a bar which is amazing um uh, go macro is vegan uh, a lot of cliff bars are vegan if not all of them at this point um i'm trying to think uh lara bar kind of bars. yeah there there are a ton so that's good to know because those yeah. are just easy to take with you and plain yeah. whatever you're traveling exactly 100 percent. or i mean if you want to be uh, you know super lazy with it just buy some dates and put them in a bag right <laughs> Right. Talk about quick energy. Or just some <laughs> veggies, you know, no. carrots and celery or whatever exactly. for a snack yeah. and, and nuts. Yeah. Okay, so um, so give some more tips. Um, someone wants to go vegan. You get a great tip for, for breakfast, how easy it is. It's not like we have to think, oh, my God, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? It's not that different. Mm-hmm. What about lunch? Right. Uh, what's your standard lunch for the day? And it kind of depends where I'm at and what I'm doing, but it definitely will include, I do 16 ounces of a green juice. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a salad. It could be just vegetables. I love just to gnash on raw vegetables and some seeds. Um, it could be sometimes I'll do um, a salad that might have chicken on it or a little bit of protein. Um, so it kind of just depends or a soup as long as it's healthful. Right. Okay. So that's super easy to transfer into an entirely vegan lunch. So you said salad, sometimes oh, good with chicken, at that. right? <laughs> <laughs> so salad with chicken, that's, that's an easy one. So um, one, if, if somebody out there is open to eating uh, plant-based meat, we have things like uh, the Beyond Meat chicken strips. They're grilled, chick- grilled chicken strips. Um, and it's made entirely out of pea protein. Um, there's actually, I love to eat those. I don't think there's anything in them that's overly concerning to me. Um and then uh, you want to replace that with a whole foods option. Uh, take some chickpeas and roast them in uh, some different seasoning. And you have that crunch. Uh, we have an amazing Caesar dressing on our site that's made out of cashews. Ooh. Um, it's so good. I would eat this out of the jar if I could, um, if I wouldn't be mortified. <laughs> but, <laughs> but things like that are super easy. Or a basic sandwich. Um, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. You want to make uh, a meat-based, like a deli meat sandwich. There are, I mean, hundreds of vegan deli meats out there really? that you can pick from. Yeah, and they're good. I did like, not they're know They're shocking that. at this point. Wow. 
Yeah, and then we also have um, we have a lot of salad, like chicken chicken salad, um, egg salad that I duplicated from my favorites um, from the delis that I used to go to when I worked, and so I have a curry eggless salad that's made out of chickpeas. That's phenomenal. I mean, it's really good. It's super easy to make. Um, we have a chicken salad which is with like a mayo base, um, celery, and um, cranberries like dried cranberries and it's made out of jackfruit so jackfruit gives that texture right um so there are a lot of options and wow. and if you don't want to go through that peanut butter and jelly right <laughs> I mean, that's vegan that's a go-to i mean you know? who doesn't like a peanut butter and jelly like exactly. at least once a year or something right. yeah and something i love to do is on sundays uh, make a giant batch of like rice or quinoa or barley whatever i'm feeling for the week and uh, I either make burrito bowls or um, sushi bowls for the week. So I'll do with my sushi bowl, I have mango, cucumber, carrot, sometimes tofu. I always do sesame seeds. Um, and if I'm not doing tofu, I do a different bean. And then for burrito bowls are self-explanatory, but talk right. about easy and they exactly. keep in your fridge for the whole week and you're done. Yeah. Batch cooking more people yes. need to batch cook, whether it's at night or the weekends, whenever you have time. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. You're like so wise for your age. <laughs> <laughs> more people it's need to listen to Alex. Since you're, since you're a millennial, this is great because then they're going to be able to relate to you and they're like, okay, Alex can do it. I can do it. There we go. And, and then we and got I'm super lazy. So anyone can do it. The baby boomers were the, you're a little younger. We're just at the end of the baby boomers. So people can relate to us as well. So another thing I want to talk today, which is kind of off topic um, and I forgot to put my brain here he's over here I want to talk about mental minutiae I call it mental attitude I call it mental minutiae I believe everybody needs to work on their mental attitude on a daily basis some of us more so than others um, because we get in our own way you know our unconscious thoughts can really affect how our day is going to go it's going to help or it could hinder working your way through problems or even whether you become successful and whether you success can go to significance. So I'm just curious what your philosophy is. I mean, you guys are busy. You're business owners. You have two cookbooks here, uh, owners of the Veganosity blog. So you've got to do something. You want to share your experience? Yeah, um, my mental health is so important and I used to obviously I used to be a therapist and um, work closely with patients on their mental health and the biggest tip I ever gave them and I, I swear all of them just wanted to throw me out a window because I said this so much was um, always put on your oxygen mask before you put on others take time for yourself you are the most important relationship in your whole life so every single day I take 15 minutes by myself no phone, no computer. Um, it's not a workout. It's not anything. But I sit by myself and I have a cup of tea and just take time with myself. And That's I think awesome. that everyone needs to be doing, if it's not 15, take five minutes. But exactly. Every at least. Day. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm really big on um, affirmations. So when I wake up, the first thing I, I think of is, number one, I'm going to have a good day. Um I am not going to allow other people to dictate how I feel. And I am going, and then I'll do my affirmations for my goals. You know, I'll say them out loud. This is what's going to happen within the next three months, the next six months, the next year. Um, that's the first thing I do. But it's also exercise is so important for me in the morning. 
Um, if I get a good workout in and, and sweat and get my heart rate up and, and then shower and get dressed by 9, 9.30 in the morning, my day is always so much more productive and successful. Right. So that's really important for me. Um, I can't meditate. I've tried over and over. <laughs> I know a lot of people do, but that's something I can't do. So my affirmations are really important. It's huge. And exercise. Right. And making my bed. There you go. I know it's the worst thing to go into your room with up unmade bed. Well, it's right. one thing you've. It's like if you get up and you make your bed, you've already accomplished one thing right. for the That's day. True. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. And I always like. Uh, I do a number of things as well as taking time for myself, meditation, and working out, and self affirmations. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt has a number of quotes that I love, and she's got one that says, "You can." often change your circumstances just by changing your attitude. So I always like to have quotes, you know, that I'll read um, that really help with your mental minutia. So I like that. So we're, we're winding down here and I want to make sure, uh, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. So we have a couple options here. Actually, we have lots of options for all of you watching. Uh, you could do something a little different this year. So on my right, your left is the Gwen Marie collection. This is a de uh, design of women's handbags that I manufacture to raise money for breast cancer research. This happens to be the vegan clutch. So that fits very well with today. So think about that for your uh, mother, your loved one. Um, use the code mother to get 25 or 20% off. We have supplements here. We just talked about how everybody needs to have supplements. We also have my book, uh, Wall Street bestseller, Stop Complaining, Make Your Own Luck, as well as the Ultimate Vegan Cookbook and the Great Vegan Barbecue Without a Grill. Great choices for Mother's Day. So there's no excuse uh, for you not to have something for your mom this year. So we probably have about 20 seconds maybe for you guys to promote what you can. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so our books, Great Vegan Barbecue Without a Grill and The Ultimate Vegan Cookbook, you can buy them on Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, um, pretty much anywhere where books are sold. And visit our blog, veganosity.com. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any recipes. We send them out weekly. Great. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. What matters is the courage to continue. This is the only 24-hour, take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoonie. Sometimes change is simply different. But it's progress that drives us forward. Introducing the all-new Audi A3. Now with enhanced connectivity and driver assist systems in a modern, expressive design. This is vision, not revision. Drive progress in the all-new Audi A3. Audi. Vosbund durch Technik. At ESB Networks, we keep the nation humming by connecting us all to Ireland's power network. To increase the capacity and maintain the safety of the network, we may need to temporarily switch off the electricity in your area for a short period. As always, we will let you know in advance if you're going to be affected. To find out more, visit esbnetworks.ie.